Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I am here with Miss Lockwood Barr. How are you doing? I am wonderful, thanks. How are you? I am doing awesome. How's the weather in Nashville? Well, I mean, as you can see, wonderful. I'm sitting outside, and I'm I'm thrilled that it is. It is the perfect spring day. It's been the perfect spring week. Like, very pleasant. Lots of sunshine. Not too hot. Loving it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Meanwhile, in Florida, it's a little too hot. Uh, we could use a little less humidity and heat and maybe a little more of that spring theory. That would be awesome. Oh. Well, at least so in Florida, you can jump in the ocean. So there, there's that. I mean, right. well, I guess in okay. Tennessee, we can, jump into the, we can jump into the waterfalls. So, you know, we all find ways to manage through the heat. <laughs> exactly. You know, air conditioning, uh, pools, uh, oceans, lakes, rivers. Although I went to like some rivers in Florida because gators, you know, that just, uh, no. True. Yeah. Maybe stick to the oceans. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take my chances with sharks. Oh, so we'd love to start these interviews with the most difficult question. Great. Who is Lockwood Barr? Uh, Lockwood Barr is a bluesy country artist with a touch of twang who loves the banjo. Um, Lockwood Barr is interested in human nature and that is what drives her to write music. And Lockwood Barr is also just like a total goof who loves self-deprecating humor. And I identify strongly with Phoebe from Friends. I love it. That is great. So you write some of those crazy songs like she used to write too? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> In fact, I was actually talking to some friends and I feel like I should do like a series of TikToks or something that have, that are like plays on the Phoebe songs from the series. So we'll see that, that might be in the future. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I love it. I love it. Make sure you tag us so that way I can make, be sure to share oh, it out to everyone yes. too. Absolutely. Definitely will do. <laughs> oh, so now I know you come from a musical family. So tell us, how did you get started in music? I got started in music. I mean, like you said, like coming from a musical family, um, I was just around it all the time. You know, it was just, it was omnipresent in the house. Um, and so my earliest childhood memories are, you know, my mom couldn't always get a babysitter. So she'd bring my sister and I to church choir practice with her. So we, you know, and so then we joined church choir and Christmas pageants and piano lessons. And, um, you know, my dad plays the banjo, my mom and guitar, my mom plays guitar and piano. So, I mean, it was just, you know, I think it would have been more surprising if I didn't turn out musical <laughs> just from like the nurture side of it. Um, but yeah, and I mean, and then I think career-wise it started in high school because I think, you know, I was sort of that typical 
raging hormone teenager who needed a way to express herself and started doing that through music. And, uh, and then I had a really great high school music teacher who uh, really taught me sort of the commercial side of the business and started getting me more experience, like playing shows featuring my original music. And uh, so I credit, his name was Mr. Matter. And I'm actually, I get to see him in a couple of weeks. I'm going to go do a show back at my old high school and talk to the kids about what it is to work in music and make a living and all of that. And, and so I think between, you know, and I had, I had really amazing music educators, my choir director, Jan Peterson Schiff, my piano teacher. I mean, I just, so I think the whole smattering, it just sort of, there was never anything else I was going to do with my life, to be totally honest. That's, that's great though. I love that you're also going back to your high school and going to talk to them about what it's like, because, you know, I think that, you know, that whole, if you can see her, you can be her theory. I think that is so true. And, you know, what better way than to give back as well? Absolutely. So who are some of the women that have inspired you in music? Oh, my goodness. Um, So many on like, on just a huge, like, celebrity level. um, My parents did a really great job raising me on like, I don't know if I can... I guess this isn't a bad word, but badass women. I mean, really yes. badass women. So, I mean, I grew up on everyone from Bonnie Raitt to Cheryl Crow to Dolly Parton to Martina McBride um, to Alison Krauss. Just, you know, all across the board. Definitely had some theater influences in there. Love Bernadette Peters and Bette Midler as well. Um, you know, and then uh, I think recently in town, um, I'm also seeing... Uh, some of the women that I've gotten to start writing music with and spending more time with, um, you know, I know we were talking about this before the podcast started, the, uh, how much I adore Shelly Tackett. Um, I sort of like imprinted on her like a baby duck when COVID hit um, and was just so amazed at how calm and stable she was and how she was like, let's just be solutions oriented. We're independent artists and Shelly had this brainchild of planning these drive-in shows so that people could be COVID safe, but still hear live music and stuff like that. And, um, you know, that was really, uh, really amazing. And then my friend Carlene Watt, who's one of my, she's not an artist, but she's just a co-writer. And we joke that, um, you know, in Hollywood, there's the six degrees of Kevin Bacon in Nashville. There's the two degrees of Carlene Watt. And uh, I've just had the privilege of, you know, we joke that we met in another lifetime. And so really when we met in Nashville, it was like, oh, good to see you again. Like we've just, you know, it's a really deep friendship there, but I just, she's one of those people that when I talk about, like, you never want to be the smartest person in the room. Like I'm referring to Carlene because I just think she's so brilliant. So I love our friendship, but I always feel like I also learn from her when we write. So, I mean, I've had some really amazing women examples. Um, from co-writers up to stadium selling artists. It's been really, I feel really lucky. I've had some some women laying out some great paths for me. Absolutely. Those are all amazing women, all of them. I couldn't, you know, guess any better or say if those were who, who you were saying about the women that inspired you, I would be able to even guess. Obviously, Dolly, I go for Dolly with everyone, but, you know, Right. There's such an range. And I know I've left that... people out. <laughs> I'm sure I've well, left we all people do, out. Don't we? 
it's like the Oscar speeches, like, like for everyone I forgot, I love you. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That that's why I should start asking everyone, you know. Okay, so if you're giving a speech, who did you forget? <laughs> mm, there's really? a good thought. So you'll never forget them now during your speech when you have to give one, right? Yep. Oh, so I'd like to talk about some of your older music. And I'm not yeah, old, that much older, about a year old and stuff. I was uh, listening to Adderall and alcohol. Yeah. So um, I, can, I, I can presume what inspired it, but tell us a little bit about sure. that song, like uh, the theory behind well, it. What's, what's, what's funny is I feel like a fraud because I've never actually taken Adderall, but I've definitely played around. I do love my bourbon. Um, I, you know, being a Tennessee girl, I like Delta eight. Um, and, you know, but what inspired it, I think was, we were able to turn it into a happier song. My co-writers and I, um, two more fabulous women, Gabby Patrice and Kristen Merlin, who I wrote it with. Um, but, uh, so we turned it into a happier tune, but it all started because we were having a girl's night enjoying some wine and, and we were just kind of talking about how artists are so susceptible to sort of bad habits and bad influences and how they can kind of come to take over us. And it's like, you really, I mean, Yes, I love my bourbon and my Delta 8, but I drink less than I did in college because I, I know that I value my voice, you know? I value my voice too much and my body. Like, I have to stay physically healthy to be an artist. Um, but we have, there's so much, you know, the entertainment industry is crazy. We have crazy hours. Um, and then and then we started comparing stories, too, about exes and people we dated and sort of started having fun with these themes of bad habits and where we find bad habits in life and how regardless of what the bad habit is we're human right like we're Mm -hmm. subject to temptation um and so we just wanted to find the humanity in that and the grace and kind of make it like I said you know give it a fun spin it does it's not a heavy tune at all it's really meant to be goofy um a little bit and lighthearted. but yeah I mean we were talking about it and we were like like Adderall and alcohol and all the things we know we shouldn't do it all and we then we all look at each other and we're like that was a lyric who someone grabbed the guitar like (laughs) we didn't even think we were gonna write that night but I think we were also having fun with it because um you know I think on country radio sometimes and I think this is starting to change because I think women are pushing back and I think the audiences are responding to it but you know, historically, it has really been the men that are singing about beer and like going out and partying. And it's like, well, you know, let's put a female voice in there, too. You know, we can have a good time and um, do things, you know, let's talk about women having a good time or women joking about their own bad habits. I mean, you know, again, let's humanize it all and be lighthearted about it. So kind of pushing our way sort of into that subject matter as far as the songwriting world goes. And yeah, so we had a blast writing it. I mean, it did not feel like work at all. <laughs> and I love that you just spontaneously decided to write it because, you know, sometimes that comes out the most creative and best songs. It really does. And, you know, absolutely, you hit the nail on the head with, with radio and stuff like that. I mean, look how many songs were banned by women, especially like Loretta Lynn, Dolly Parton. And look at look at their writing, like the, like the pill. Like that was such a controversial song. I was literally just going to say Loretta wrote the pill. <laughs> I was literally just going to go, that's so funny. Um, yeah. And, and I think that, that there is room for gutsy women, but we also have to like stand up for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's uh, yeah. Like, yeah, we've had some, um, 
yeah, we have to push back sometimes against, you know, like tomato gate when that happened a couple of years ago with women on country radio, like, of course there are challenges, but I think some of it is, I, it, it's almost helpful to let ignorance is bliss, you know, yeah. where it's like, well, let's just, who cares what people are saying about it? Let's write what we want to write, what our human experiences are, um, what we think will connect with our audiences. And, you know, I, you never know how a song's going to sit with people, right? You know, you can think it's the greatest song in the world and then no one likes it or think it's kind of nothing. And then people connect to it. Like you just never know, but it was clearly we'd written something not to say that we, that Adderall and alcohol is as groundbreaking as something like the pill, but um, we had fun with it. And I think that's what people connected with. And it was the middle of COVID. And so I started playing it on live streams and that's where I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I need to record this. This is getting requested. Like, wait a minute. So anyway, it's been an interesting journey with the song, but lots of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you made a, a great statement there where you said about uh, the salad gate, if you will, and uh, tomato gate, whatever you want to call it. I, I always joke yeah. and say, you know what? You know what? I will agree with them. You know, men are the lettuce. We don't eat salads for the lettuce. We eat salads for the cheese, the croutons, the salmon, the whatever else we put on it. So you're right. Men are the lettuce. We don't really, we have to eat that yeah, to get to the good stuff. It's Man, boring. Women, and <laughs> women have interesting stories to tell y'all. Let me tell you something. We have some yeah. interesting stories. And, and as women, I think sometimes we can say them and men cannot because it, it really comes Absolutely. off in a different light. It does. Absolutely. So would you like to get into our 20 crazy questions? Um, hit me up. I'm ready. Wonderful. What is the current song that you rock out to or relax to, or, you know, just that one song that makes your day and that could change tomorrow, but what is it today? Oh gosh. Okay. I was, I had my Spotify on a random shuffle and I did nineties country because classic, but it does a good job of pulling in other stuff and it pulled in the bare naked ladies. Odds are. It's the song Odds Are. Odds are we gonna be all right. Odds are we gonna be all right. You know, and it's just this like catchy, upbeat. Like I know I understand why Spotify's algorithm put it in there when I clicked 90s country. Um, so Bare Naked Ladies is not country, but it's such a happy song and it's so well written and um and has such a good beat that I've been jogging to it and um yeah, just had it on repeat. Like I'll just I'll be like folding my laundry. Like that's how we gonna be all right. That's how we gonna be. You know, I mean, and then I'll go for a job. So that's 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 my current right there. Oh, that's a great song. And if y'all haven't heard that after the interview, you can go check it out. Tell us what was the last thing you read. Um. Well, I'm currently in the middle of a book called The Lost Apothecary, which is about a really cool woman who was making secret potions in the 1800s in London. Super juicy, all about girl power. Go read it. You now have your book recommendation for the month or week or whatever here, everyone. Tell us the top two concerts you've ever been to. Oh my gosh. Um, both are the Ryman. The first was the Avett brothers, but it was actually, 
it was their opener, Grace Potter. So Grace Potter was opening for the Ava brothers. And so even though I had gotten tickets for Ava brothers, that was my intro to Grace Potter. And that was like, uh, she is a goddess. Like she comes on stage and as a force of nature, like the songs are great, but also just her as a performer. I mean, just the whole thing was unreal. It was just insane. Um, And then the other one was also with the Ryman and that was Nickel Creek. And I surprised my dad is, you know, the banjo player is a huge bluegrass fan and he raised my sister and I on Nickel Creek. And so I got tickets to the Ryman for the whole family um, and was like, y'all come out to Nashville. We're going to Nickel Creek. And it was, I mean, Nickel Creek is as amazing live as you would expect, but it was also really a sweet time with my family and I've never seen my dad so happy. And it was just a really cool, cool night all around. That sounds really awesome. You're such a good daughter. <laughs> oh, what job would you be terrible at doing? Um, anything where I'd have to like yell at people. I, I don't, I'm non-confrontational. So like if I have to, I mean, to be frank, I worked in retail when I was first out of school and like getting gigs around town and I would cry if a customer was mean to me like I just like could not handle it like one time a woman tried to get me fired because we didn't have her size and I took it so personally and my manager was like laughing at me and was like Lockwood like toughen get over yourself toughen up um so I can't take it but nor would I want to dish it I don't know I hate I can't be the bad cop so I hate being a bearer of bad news. So anything where that would be involved, count me out. All right. We'll figure out an exact title later. I'll, I'll hit you up and I'll be like, hey, you can't do this job either. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? I would, uh, well, I know it comes in installments. So grown up responsible me would, would invest in something, but a child immature me would buy a giant house in Lake Tahoe. And then actually once I bought the house in Lake Tahoe, I'd still be mature. And then I'd go donate the money to keep Tahoe blue. Oh, I love it. Love it. Tahoe is so beautiful. Is it? I mean, I've only been there once. Oh my God. Favorite place. Okay. Maybe we should have a concert there. Oh, planning on it. Totally. Okay. Okay. We'll have to coordinate that. Give you my number after this. Yes, absolutely. Do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Um, no, I'm pretty sure I would be the first one to die. <laughs> no okay. idea. I mean, I do like camping <laughs> and I'm pretty good at foraging for stuff and um, you know, I've read some survival books, but I, I just, I'm, I'm fairly certain I would be one of the first to die. Don't worry. I have friends that have a plan. We'll come get you. Great. Okay, cool. Call me. Good to know. We'll do. Yeah. I, I don't good really have know. a plan either. I'm just, I'm whatever, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Some people do. I mean, good for them. Yes. And they have like family that are preppers or friends or relatives or whoever. And it's like, wow, that is awesome. I have no clue. I'm like, uh, you know, my prepping is we have hurricane season. I make sure I have enough water and food. That's it. 
just to get yeah, by the enough. few days without electricity or whatever, you know? Okay. So, so tell us, what albums or artists should we listen to before we die? Um, I think one of the greatest country records ever written that really, it's not that it flew under the radar. It did do well, but then I'm surprised more didn't happen. But um, uh, Hunter Hayes' first album with Storm Warning on it, that whole record, every single song on there is just written to a T and it's, um, it's so well produced. It's so well curated, just the order of the song, like talk about like putting on a record from start to finish. Um, and it came out at a point where, you know, it's probably been a decade, but like records were already on the decline. You know what I mean? Like, so it was kind of a bold move for him as like a new artist to do a full record. And Oh my God. So good. Um, historically I'm always gonna say like the Beatles anything the Beatles did like because they you know that and that was an era of true albums um Ticket to Ride any of those I mean the White Album all you know any Beatles album all the way through start to finish absolutely I would totally agree with you on those who would play you in a movie about your life Ooh. Lisa Kudrow. I could totally see or, that. <laughs> or Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek. One of those two. Ooh. Definitely good choices. Love them both. Boots or heels? Boots. Hello. <laughs> You're like, who wears heels, right? Boots are more comfortable. Oh. So, where's Waldo? Hawaii. Maui, to be take specific. Take us next time. Next time, mm-hmm. we, he needs to take us. He really should. So selfish. Wear the, yeah, we'll blend in and wear the, the white and red so no one can identify him. So, hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? Yes. Um, I don't want to say where it is, but you know, actually, never mind. Okay. Everyone knows where it is now. It's Lake Mead. Have <laughs> <laughs> you heard the news stories like that? Lake Mead is at like dangerously low levels, and they're finding all these bodies from like a hundred years ago. Yeah, I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, okay, and obviously, like, that even ones from like forty years ago, thirty years ago, whatever it was. I was like, oh wow. Like, I mean, I can understand if it was where the dam was being built. We, we would get that. We would understand that. But where they're finding them, I'm like, oh, this is kind of, you know, I want to hear the, I want to hear the stories behind these now. Yeah. You know, although I think Lake Tahoe might be better. I heard that's where the, uh, the mafia used there's to be. There's a bunch of mafia. Bodies. I've heard, yeah, I've heard there's yeah. mafia in the lake. <laughs> bodies floating around there. Cash. Yeah, see, that works too. What's the best thing since sliced bread? Sliced pizza. Hmm. What's the worst pizza topping? Pineapple. Oh, you're a pineapple hater. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I don't get it. That's been the that's been the big topic. It's either pineapple or anchovies. And I'm really been honing in on the pineapple because it really is a love or hate. And it's like there's no in between. Some people are like, yeah, okay, I can deal with it or not. But can't do, I it can't really becomes it. it's like a 
Is it texture or is it just taste or just fruit on pieces? I think it's both. It just doesn't. um, And I think the chunks are always too big, like the way it's sliced Mm -hmm. up. Maybe if it were thinner sliced, you know, because it's like I've had lemon zest on sushi and that's awesome. Like, and it's a nice little crunch, but the pineapples are always these weird chunks where it's like you're eating pizza, but then you're eating also a fruit salad. I don't get it. Yeah. Interesting concept, isn't it? So tell us. Guilty pleasure music. What is it? What is yours? Um, 90s boy bands. And or also Spice Girls. So like NSYNC, Factory Boys, OG, Britney Spears, 90s pop. Nice. I love it. At what age did you, do you feel like you became an adult? Oh, that hasn't happened yet. What are you kidding? <laughs> Somewhere in the future. You don't have to grow up. It's okay. No. And it's okay. We have to age, but we never have to grow up. Absolutely not. I'm morally opposed to it. I'm I'm joining that club as well. Tell us something on your bucket list. Um windsurfing on the ocean. Nice. If you could be, I've heard it feels person. like flying. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> no, no, that's okay. That's great. So it feels like flying, windsurfing on the ocean. I love that. So, um, what about now? I, when we went through the Columbia River Gorge, there were tons of windsurfers because of the winds are so strong through there. Huh? Maybe there. I, I'm open. Okay, great. We'll just we'll just plan the trip and do it. Well, if you could be any person or any position like CEO, accountant, president, who or what position would you want to be and why? Um, gosh, definitely not president. I don't wish political turmoil on anyone. I can't imagine. Um, I would probably be my older sister. She's a senior director for Sunrun and they are a clean energy company. And uh, she's, she's my hero and uh, saving the planet, but also like creating new jobs and all sorts of exciting stuff. Like, so I'm over here just in the corner rhyming and she's like, I figured out how to boost the economy and save mother earth. I'm like, great, whatever. (laughs) Um, So probably that, probably that. So go shout out Nora Hennings. You're my hero. Oh, that is so sweet. Tell us something that you wish magically cleaned itself. The laundry, the dishes, the bathroom, the whole house, whatever, car. Okay. Um, laundry, definitely laundry. But then like, just because apparently I'm, I'm on an environmental kick right now, the ocean. <laughs> oh, I took that, that to another level. Answer. I got like super <laughs> existential with this one. But yeah, but like on a household level, oof, laundry. I can handle the dishes. I can handle, I like vacuuming. I think that stuff is kind of satisfying. But laundry, absolutely not. I, I like the ocean. That that just that made, yeah, the ocean could clean. That made the question. I, I don't I don't know if anyone else is going to come up with something that prolific in the, in you know the rest of this year. But that was awesome. Would you rather cook or order in? 
cook. Anything special? I mean, I've been trying to learn to cook the past couple of years. So um, my next goal on the list is to, to, to do more air fryer stuff. So, um, Okay, well, I got to uh, ask you one question with that air fryer. If you learn how to do cinnamon rolls in there, I tried. I followed the directions. Um, I put them in and then I burned them. I'm like, how did it burn? I did the time. I did everything. Like everyone's instructions on every other post I've seen. And it burned them. Your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea. <laughs> I have yet to really get into that. So is there anything else that uh, cooking? Um, trying to think. I'm not great at cooking steak. I mean, I know you can broil it or grill it, but for some reason it's still like, I'll do it occasionally, but it, it, cooking red meat is still intimidating for some reason. So hopefully I'll get better at that. Well, if you need a taste tester, um, you will have my number. Awesome. Good to know. Excellent. Do you live by any words of wisdom? If so, what are they? Yes. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Those are great words. So know what you believe in. Stay true to that. Wonderful. So now, what do you have coming up for the rest of 2022? And here's here's some some big things, people. Pay attention. There's a band coming. Or oh, trio, sorry, yes. trio. Oh, I started I started a new band. Well, we started it together, each of us. There's three of us. We are called Sequoia South. And actually, if you go to my Instagram at Music by Lockwood or my Facebook, facebook.com slash music by Lockwood, um, I've tagged all of our stuff on there. Um, like there's a link to it in my profile. But we are a rootsy country, very heavily harmony focused group. Um, like we joke that our harmonies are our fourth member of the band. Um, and we're starting to book tour dates. We already have a couple this summer throughout Tennessee. We're going to be playing like Cross Bowl, then up through Bowling Green. We've got a St. Louis show we just booked. And then up in, we're going to play outside of St. Charles, Minnesota. So uh, I'm just, I'm so excited about it. I've never, I don't think I've ever been this excited about a project, to be totally honest. Um, we've been writing a ton together. Um, yeah, it just, it's just, it's awesome. And we wrote, so I'm repping today. If there's any Yellowstone fans out there, I have a Beth Dutton quote for you. Um, I don't speak dipshit. I mean, you know, it's a little crass, but thank you, Beth Dutton. Um, but we wrote a song called train station, uh, for, for Yellowstone. And if you DM us the word train on our Instagram, you get a free download of our live demo of it. So go hit us up on Instagram. It's Sequoia, like the tree. So S-E-Q-U-O-I-A and then South. So it's Sequoia.South on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I just, that's really what we're, we're like building up to. I'm just so pumped. That's so exciting. And I am so excited that you wore a Beth Dutton shirt because, you know, I I'll tell to. you, if I, if, if I could be like a combination of two people in the world, it would probably be Di Barton and Beth Dutton because, you know, there you go. between the two of them, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's a good combo. Yeah. Definitely. 
So everyone go check all that out and uh, be sure to stop back here when we have some new music coming out and thank you all for joining us. But most importantly, thank you Lockwood for joining me today. It's been a pleasure thank you so much for having you and me. chatting with you. You're welcome so back anytime. I can bring thank the trio you. back. Hell yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'll send you. And like I said, I'll send you some videos that we have. Give you a little sneak peek. Y'all are getting some sneak peeks coming up. Hope y'all are excited. Anyway, have a great day, everyone. Take care. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.